Gentlemen, boys and girls, adults of all ages, your friendly neighborhood, Pinhead198, James TC, back with another new episode, finally, and we finally have shit to talk about. Nev is not coming back for Scream 6, that's the newest news. MJF, fake storyline told or reality told that he's walking out of this AEW his pipe bomb regardless of if it's a real or not we got to discuss something about it because this is the further testament of why Tony Mark is not a or Tony Khan is not a booker or owner that is a fan he's a fucking mark there's certain guidelines you have to follow to be on TV and you guys just he, he threw him all the way out the fucking door. It's not like being on a podcast or on HBO, you know. There's a Federal Communications Commission for a reason. There's an FCC for a reason. You don't even get the PG-13 F-bomb like you do in a PG-13 before it goes to rated R. You guys dropped more F-bombs than I do on this show a lot of the times and on any rated R film. So I'm sure the FCC enjoyed that. We'll get into the MJF meltdown. Well, actually, we'll get into the Tony Khan temper tantrum meltdown too. Where you know, first it was the double or nothing because this is coming fresh off double or nothing. Even though as we're recording this, if you can call it a pay per view, WWE had their hell in a cell just this past Wednesday. But he went on a rant last week, and then now he's gone on a new rant since of this recording, because he's got a rant every other week. So it, like, even if I made this a regular everyday episode, I still couldn't keep up with his fucking rants. So he's got another one about how the WWE is the enemy, and the Friday Night Wars, and all this bullshit. It's like, shut the fuck up, you mark. You're a trust fund kid who has a rich-ass mama and daddy, and you got lucky, and you're a fucking mark. You're not a real fan of wrestling, pro wrestling, or sports entertainment. You, you, the, the hiring of the people you have, for the exception of a few, proves you're a fucking mark and not a real wrestling fan. I, I'd even argue if you're a fucking sports entertainment fan, even, because you can't even get that shit right, you're so fucking incompetent at your job, and all those F-bombs I've just dropped aren't pale in comparison to the MJF promos, and Tony Khan's meltdown at the media scrum, so we'll talk about that, we'll obviously talk about Nev Campbell walking away, which, or being (laughs) let go, whatever, neither one needs the other, we'll discuss why, um, 
I'll talk about Evil Dead the game. I, I've discussed it briefly in the past, but we're going to go in depth of it now that it's been out for a month. Boy, what a treat that game is. We're, we're, we're back to Dead by Daylight Friday the 13th shit under the banner of Evil Dead and its IP. I, I'm so over the... I like Dead by Daylight still. Friday the 13th was a fucking mess and it should have been given DOS boot out the door a long time ago before it ended. Fuck that game. And, uh, we're going to do something rare. We're going to do a trailer review of the new Black Adam. I think that's where we'll start, and then we'll get into the meltdowns. Oh, and yes, I do know, and we will also talk about the return of the Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ of professional wrestling and sports entertainment. One, Mr. Jonathan Cena is returning. I've been, people didn't want to listen to me, especially with Peacemaker out. I screamed it on the mountaintops. I said, he is not done with professional wrestling. Oh, yeah, he is. You don't know what you're talking about. You're a mark, you're an idiot, you're you're a secret fanboy, you just want him to come back, his career's over, he's got Peacemaker, did 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 Really? I'd like a formal apology from all you fucking brain deads that ever said that to me when I told you he was returning because he still wants the fucking flair record. And after the Dark Side of the Ring es- uh, escapade of season three, he might just fucking get it and surpass flair. So, you guys need to grow up and get your head out of your asses, and it proves you don't know fuck all about professional wrestling or sports entertainment, and you never have. And if that's the case, and you don't care to learn, then get the fuck out of it. You don't deserve to be here. You really don't. If you're not going to put any fucking effort into learning what it is, then get the fuck out. And that goes for sports entertainment as well. We're going to do two reactions. First, my reaction of the Black Adam trailer, and then I want to see the legendary, the woman, the myth, the legend, the future icon, Grace Randolph's reaction, because that's almost getting more hubbub on the interwebs right now, and this fucking thing only came out six hours ago. That's almost getting more traction than the actual (laughs) trailer itself, but this is the official trailer via Warner Brothers themselves, so this is not... The made-up bullshit where they go, and, you know, they splice Man of Steel with the Snyder Cut and some new... This is the official, authentic trailer. And if I'm wrong, you can go and talk to Filmmaker Mike from Filmmaker Mike and the Boys, my brother in arms, my brother in life, period. He'll tell you for sure. Let's do this in three, two, one. Another fucking croc film. I'm so sick of the fucking rock. I'm over this fucking meathead. I used to like you, Rock, but you, you've you worn out your fucking welcome. Let's go. See this another mediocre WBDC film. Black Adam. Great potential. They'll shit the fucking bed. Promise. Let's go. What have your powers ever given to you? Fucking bums. We want another Man of Steel, but we gotta give us a fucking Rock ran... Starring Black Adam. That's what we wanted. Hooray. And only the DC dick suckers will be the ones to truly defend this and go, yeah, this is what we wanted over Man of Steel 2. Fuck that. And that's all fuck all bullshit. Nothing but heartache. 
Damn, Bond, you're looking old. I was a slave Old man Brosnan. You know, I'm judging it prematurely, but this looks like a bigger budget version of his shitty Brett Ratner movie, Hercules, so I'm not impressed already. Already shit. And I will say, with full disclosure, is this being my first time seeing this trailer, I don't know who the fuck Black Adam is. You know, he could have been fucking Action Sparrow for all I fucking care. I just want a good movie, and most of you Hollywood cocksuckers cannot do it. So, this will probably be another average, middle-of-the-road, not only rock film, because that's what's been, that's another reason why I don't like them anymore, be another average middle-of-the-road DC superhero film, ran by a fucking group of incompetents who probably know even less about the source material than I do. So, congratulations. There's your fucking trick-or-treat. Yeah, because that always saves the movie Kanye's music. Tell us how out of touch you really are without telling us. Well, I do. Golden Hot looks good or whatever the fuck he is. So that's what you are. You're the Man of Steel meets Hercules. Hooray. Another one. Another one. I'll channel with my inner DJ. Uh, another one. Another shit fest. And now I will say two things. I like this suit and seeing Sasha, she, she, or whatever, however you say her name. I'm sorry, girl, for fucking your name up. You fine. It's good to see her in something again because she's been hit or miss. So you got two. But that still is not enough for me to rush out with my cock in my hand and my wallet in my, out of my pocket to give you money. The visuals are very nice, I will get. Especially for DC, where you all like trash and how Marvel has the superior, superior visuals over DC, even though we've seen quite a bit of the contrary a lot of the times. But this is, and this is just the first trailer, this is Mar or Marvel, Fifle. DC actually hitting it, putting some money for once into their products. Congratulations. The executives are finally doing, I don't know, their fucking job. Good job. It only took you a few years. And that's being nice. And she'll probably end up being his love interest. And we, of course, we got the fat fuck who's the comic relief because you know fat guy funny. It doesn't matter if it's foreign, domestic, black, white. It's always fat guy funny. I'm sure we'll get plenty of that bullshit because you know that old cliche is not old. Ooh, you guys are mean. You're doing it a day before my birthday, October 21st. Ugh, shame on you, DC. Okay, now let's let's watch the real treat. Let's watch Grace's uh <laughs> Grace Randolph, the the gift nobody asked for that keeps on giving. Her own mother tried to return her to the store and they said nope. 
It's your problem now. But the gift that keeps on giving... Let's look at the live reaction, which was five hours ago, of Grace Randolph, the authority in all that is comic books and movie entertainment. Tell us her opinion on the Black Adam trailer. Here we go. I serve for the, the Jerry Falwell of movie critics. I serve as an or what's the new guy? He the, the, COVID nineteen. That guy, she's she's the equivalent oh, to him of movie entertainers. Forgot his name. You know I'm the, <laughs> the fucking evangelical, the grifting evangelical douchebag. Well, she's that on the entertainment level. Let's hear what this beauty has to say, this goddess, this dump in a diaper. Let's see what she has to say. Oh man. I'm nervous. Turn it down a little bit because like she's louder than I am. That said a lot. Clothing or like a legit DC movie. And like Black Adam. Black Adam's an anti-hero. And I don't know if Dwayne Johnson can pull that off. I love Well, not to interrupt you, Grace, but you're quite a bit of an anti-hero yourself. And sometimes you pull off the full villain role. So who knows? Who knows? The Rock. I love The Rock. Sure you do. This is a tall order. Just like you love Jessica Chastain, huh? Uh, your girl? Yeah, lying bitch, your nose is growing. Okay, Pinocchio. Here we go. Oh, boy, You're a fake trying to get fucking seats at the next premiere. You're not a fan of any of these people. You're a fucking YouTube grifter. Shut the fuck up. Stupid cut. She has a face of a fucking, what I would imagine, a real Gola to be in Frank Herbert's Dune series. Just dead flesh that does operate under the guise of human, but it, it really is just dead flesh. Even as she's doing a reaction to this... <laughs> and I'm not going to say the joke I just had in my head because it's very awful and inappropriate, but it still fits. So, yes, even I have limits. She's got that face of a girl who's going out with her boyfriend on prom night and after the prom they're having sex for the first time and she just found out that he has a smaller dick than she realized the utter disappointment on her face and she's trying to fake excitement. Just like a rotten prom date. My grandma has more excitement in her face when she's watching football, and she fucking hates football. And this girl, this young woman's supposed to be a huge comic fanboy? Okay. I mean, once again, if I'm wrong, you can tell me, because I know nothing about Black Adam, but, uh, I mean, it can't be this bad, can it? I'm judging it based off The Rock and how fucking shitty DC's track record has been... Okay. 
Adam. Why? Because it's black people music? Because you are, you have been called out for being racist, but I want to go there, but you know. At moments, it seems to have that magic of a comic book adaptation, and yet at other times, it feels very much like a Dwayne, you know, like a Dwayne Johnson, The Rock movie, which I've enjoyed. I've enjoyed many of those. I've seen a lot of them. You know, we've often discussed is the we Rock all have. Yes, you know, he is. Um, Extremely overexposed. He's very prolific. I love Jungle He's not Cruise. prolific. Um, and you're even stupider. I don't like And the made us even dumber for saying something that fucking stupid. Do you know I what prolific means? Of, I don't think that uh, word means what you society. think it means. Uh, Dr. Fate looks particularly intriguing. Uh, I'm still on the fence. What do you think? I'm still... I'm still on the fence about your career and why you've been here so long. That's what I'm on the fence. Let's move on. That was exceptionally boring, but that was Grace Randolph. I was given a... I just wanted to look it up because I was given a... Well, I saw a video in our messenger and filmmaker Mike and the boys, she said the, the comic book adaptation film, the comic book suit on the rock looks too comic booky. What the? That's fucking absurd. That's like saying in a rated R horror movie, there's too much gore. Do you know? You make. That's why I say these grifters need to be given boot off the fucking platform. And I don't like deplatforming people, but if you're gonna make money off the shit you're doing, at least have information. If you weren't making any money and like me and you were just doing this for shits and giggles, fine. But you're actually making money off of people who you have fans who may not know any better and you're giving them disinformation about what you do. It's pathetic. You know, the streets are higher in Grace. Walmart, Home Depot. You could even <laughs> dare humanity be subjected to such hideous grot. You can even open an OnlyFans. You know, if Rosie O'Donnell can do it, that fat grotesque bitch, why can't you? So, you might want to think about a new line of work. That's all I'm telling you, because you're not good at the one you're currently doing. You wonder why you stayed stagnant when it comes to your subscription and viewership? I know why. Any of us with a brain know why. You don't, though, so. Can't say I got to see Miss Marvel today. What a treat that was. I've, uh, I've seen more charisma from a bag of sawdust. I think we might have a Marvel's version of Naomi on our hands. I've never seen such a vacuumless, dead, charismaless piece of shit in my life. Like, it, it was horrid. Elastic Lantern is not going to make it very far. And I'm not surprised because I knew that Kamala Khan, Miss, her, her character's dog shit. And I can say that because, no, I haven't read a whole boatload of her comics, but playing her in the Avengers, learning her story in the Avengers game... That game was shit enough, but she just hammered the shit box even further. 
If she was going for a home run shit hit, she's the Barry Bonds of shit hitters out of the park. I'll tell you right now. Because she shit hit this show out of the park. And not just her. I won't just pick on the girl. Because she's new. All you showrunners and people that have been doing this for years, you should be ashamed of yourself because you should know better. This was fucking grot. You talk about representation. How the fuck can you give these poor people representation when you're giving them worse than fucking kibble that you shouldn't even feed the junkyard dog? You should all be ashamed of yourselves, and some of you should get taken back behind the dumpster and get the shit kicked out of you, a couple of your ribs shattered, maybe your jaws broken. Don't hurt you and kill you, but send you to the ICU, teach you a little lesson in some respect and humility for those people you say you represent and you're trying to respect. It's a fucking dog's dinner and they deserve, we all deserve better. Grow the fuck up or get the fuck out. Simple as that. And now that we've gone through the fuck bomb fest, let's get into MJF and Tony Khan. And Tony is so delusional. This is why we call you a mark. Because you're so fucking deluded. The Friday Night War. Only a mark would say something. Only a mark booker and promoter would say something that fucking stupid. You sound like Jeff Jarrett when fucking Jeff Jarrett started Global Force Wrestling. He said, this is going to lead the way to the new professional wrestling boom. The fuck are you talking So how'd that professional wrestling boom work out for you? Well, that's right. About 12 years later, nobody but... Nobody except the fucking diehards are talking about professional wrestling or, you know, sports entertainment. But we had a fucking wrestling boom. And this guy, Tony Khan, the promoter and owner of AEW, is almost, I'd even say he's more fucking deluded. Let's listen to Tony Khan's, because Eric, because Eric... And and this is another reason why I know that Tony Khan is a fucking mark because anybody that knows anybody, you don't even have to be personal friends with Eric Bischoff. You know he likes creating controversy creates cash. He wrote a book about it. Eric likes to get money off of you by trolling and stirring the shit with you. He was a troll before the fucking term was popular and we had internet. And you fell right into it because you're a fucking dumbass, brain-dead Mark who loves sucking off punk, sucking off Kenneth Omega, sucking off the young cucks, and that's why your company went from being once a highly promising competition for WWE to being, as Jim Cornette said, another dumbass, shitty, overinflated outlaw wrestling mud show. Let's listen to the brilliance of one Tony Khan and you know the Friday Night War he just won god you're so fucking stupid it's not even funny anymore it was it was fun for a laugh at first but now it's just fucking pathetic cuz this guy has exposed the business even more than the WWE shenanigans and that's saying quite a bit because WWE shenanigans over the last 15 years have single-handedly almost destroyed the business by exposing it and this guy said he's coming in as an alternative to stop that and not only did he not do that he tripled down 
on exposing the business with his Ringling Brothers circus fucking act that is on every Wednesday and fucking Friday. It's not even a sports entertainment or wrestling show anymore. It's a fucking family circus. And a lot of us have have had fucking enough of it. It's childish. It's infantile. And it exposes the business that we as actual fans love. That's why we call you a fucking mark. You're a mark that should have been behind the guardrail with us, just like MJF said. We'll get to that next after your little 16-year-old girl got her cell phone taken away from her meltdown. Let's listen. You can hear for yourself. This is so pathetic. This is a, this is an owner of a company, a pr- a publicly traded company, by the way. This is fucking pathetic. Even if you're not a wrestling fan, as a business standard, this is fucking pathetic. Let's go. Now, first of all, we need to put this into context. The guy, the the young man that is asking the question, he's not even asking the question to Tony. This question is directed towards CM Punk. Please keep that in mind as we go into the meltdown. We weren't even asking Tony. We were directing this toward Punk. Let's continue. That's fucking bullshit. See, right out the gate, he couldn't even answer, and Tony leaned. He already was ready to lean forward. That's fucking bullshit. The question was not directed. It wasn't even directed toward Khan, and he had to speak for Punk. And you can see, you know, Punk likes where he works, but you can see some of the body language throughout this meltdown where Punk's like, mm, this is cringe. But then Punk goes one step further and goes, hold my beer by the end. And he says something that's completely out of line that makes Tony Khan go, oh, shit, hold up. So they're both fuckwits. But all I'm saying is the question was directed toward Punk. And, you know, here comes his white knight. Because Punk has a lot of those in the business. Even when Punk is saying some homophobic shit and, conv- and you know, accusing everybody of being racist, sexist, homophobic while he's doing it from the past. And pulling out other people's shit from the past. Tony will always come a white knight for him as long as he's sucking the dick and making that money for him. The money he needs, by the way, to break fucking even. Because he can't get the ratings back up to where they once were, even with Punk on television. But he'll tell you, we won the wrestling war and the wrestling boom. And all this deluded Mark bullshit that Marks would say. Not true fans, fucking Marks. And if he's the queen of the Marks... If there is a queen of the marks, he sure as hell is it. He's the Beyonce of marks, the queen bee. It's fucking pathetic. You wasn't even asking you and you just had to step in before Punk could get a word in edge. Like, you're pathetic. You're an owner of a company. Cut your fucking hair, shave your face, and put on something professional and act like it. This would be different if this was just an interview on the late show or whatever. This is a professional media scrim that you are trying to sell investors and promoters to. So, you know, you can continue the business. This is basic 101, and you can't figure it out. That's why I said you're the queen, Beyonce B, of fucking marks. You can't even do your goddamn job. A fucking loser in his fucking closet 
on a small-ass podcast that almost nobody knows can do this better than you. What is the problem? It means you're fucking incompetent and you're brain dead, you fucking mark. Let, let's go. I'm, I'm get, He's pissing me off because he's so fucking disingenuous and such a fucking loser and incompetent and inept at his fucking job. It's not that hard. When you can make Vince McMahon look this good in a time where their ratings are at all-time lows, that means you are incompetent at your fucking job. So let us hear him speak for Punk before Punk gets a word in and says his part of what was really his rivalry, but it's not a real rivalry because Bischoff said a couple things, Punk said his shit, and it went on. And this little troll in the fucking, uh, you know, because there's no such thing as wrestling journalists. You think mainstream media is bad. Wrestling media is fucking even worse. But this little punk knows what he was doing, and that's why he wanted this. So to this little punk's credit, who's asking the question, even though he knows he was directing it to punk, he wanted Tony to do this, and he's getting what he wants. Let us hear. I'm done. I won't interrupt until... We start have to get into the meat and potatoes of his stupidity and start dropping, you know, facts and knowledge, not just made-up headcanon that Tony likes to do quite a bit. And a final point is, he's not compare. You notice he doesn't have the fucking guts in this interview to compare his numbers to WWE. He's comparing his numbers to other numbers from AEW. He's competing with himself. What was it, Billy? I'm dancing with myself. That's what he's doing. What Billy? He's dancing with himself. He's not dancing with the devil, known as Vince McMahon. So that's another layer of patheticness on top of it. So here we go. Bullshit. I can tell there's only one person that can attest to that. I don't know what other people. I can only attest what's happened here in public record and some of these things are a matter of public record because things of freedom of information and stuff so we do you know and see one more interruption thank you tony you're just proving our point we have a freedom of information that we can look these numbers up so when you make these inflated numbers you're doing yourself a disservice because hey stupid this isn't the early 90s this is what you want you want that early late 90s when we were in the ECW area where you could bleed into audiences, which is another stupid shit you did at the last pay-per-view. And you and you couldn't look on the internet unless you had really top-of-the-line internet, and even then you still get to... Argh! And, you know, if you stayed on too long, your mom would whoop your ass because she's trying to wait for that call for an extra shift, and you're fucking it up because you're sitting there waiting for fucking porn to download for 40 minutes. We don't live in that era where people just give up and go, oh, we have a vast, fast internet age to where, do, 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 with the Freedom of Information Act, like you said, do, 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 and look at that. So stop making up shit like we can't find it out, like it's buried in the CIA archives. You're such an inept, incompetent fuckwit. Financial data in pro wrestling, I can tell you, like, so no one wrestler has ever come in and made a bigger plus delta call, call, call. financial difference in the history of my... Even you don't even believe in your own bullshit. This week, going into year four, no one person has ever made a more positive impact. We just had a record pay-per-view. In your company. Every pay-per-view. He's done a four-pay-per-view cycle now. Every one of them was the record. In your this, company. And uh, whether it was All Out, where he was a huge part of the draw with Darby, with, and his debut, of course, is a huge thing from the first dance, the biggest rampage draw in the history of that show. Uh, the matches, he carried the Friday Night War, which, the by the way, is a matter of record in fucking court. In this <laughs> like this, this fucking mark. Another, the Friday Night War. Ladies and gentlemen, for the uninitiated who don't know shit about this, 
The Friday Night War. You want to know what the Friday Night War was? You think, oh, they've they've been fighting for 86 weeks or 100 weeks, and 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 he's been taking the Friday Night War. His his version of the Friday Night War, and I have to full disclosure. I can't be a hundred percent, but there's only one mathematical. You don't have to be Sherlock Holmes or the fucking Batman to detect. There's only one time you could have said that there was Friday Night War because there's only been one time since these two companies have been in existence at the same time. There's only been one time where WWE, SmackDown, and Rampage have gone head-to-head at the exact same time. And it was for 30, sec- 30 minutes, excuse me, one fucking segment in wrestling because we got to talk all the time. One segment, 30 minutes. Because you guys came on a half an hour after. Because maybe you were too fucking scared to go head to head with them one right off the bat. And you see this, you see what I'm, see? We like to pick and choose. Like, you couldn't even have the guts in that Friday night war, you fucking mark, to go head-to-head with them from Jump Street. You had to take the the last half hour and compare it. The trail-off hour. And that was after they had to be moved from another network because a certain sport was going on at the time. I don't know. It was called... um. What is that thing we have? Oh, that's right. The Olympics. Which is far more was far more watched than both of your products combined. So I don't know why either one of you... Because you, you, you want to know who won the Friday Night War in that instance? The fucking Olympics. NBC won the Friday Night War. So if we're going to get technical by numbers and mathematics, you both fucking failed the Friday Night War. You guys need to stop making, stop doing this like we can't find the numbers out. This Alex Jones shit needs to stop. Alex Jones is good for that. Stop bringing these conspiracy. Oh, we can, we can. Yeah, you're right, Tony. We can look it up. And thank you for giving a lot of the people that didn't know how we can look it up the information based off of the, the good job. So you just exposed yourself, you fucking inept fuckwit. This is what I'm talking about. Like, this is so dumb. Let's continue hearing the temper tantrum. I'm sorry, but... God, this guy is fucking stupid. This is the epitome of a trust fund kid, Mark. He has no business running the company. He should be behind the rail, like MJF said, not over it. We should be telling him what to do. And how we want wrestling, not the other way around. This is fucking pathetic, and he is absurd. If I was your mother and I had prescience and I could see into the future and I knew what you would have become, I would have aborted you before you had the chance to ruin this world. Maybe harsh, but it's a fact. Her right, her choice, remember. The state of California. Her body, her choice. It's guys like him, I'm sorry, that the Roe versus Wade needed to happen. Little kids like him should be aborted. Because they're fuck-ups that just destroy the resources of the world. They're just here to go, look at me, I'm the last of the big spenders. Fuck them. Eat the rich. They're dumb. This guy won it. 
versus Matt Seidel, who's a great wrestler. He had another goddamn great match on Friday night. This fucking guy, he fucking did the Friday Night War. He did the first dance. He's done the record. The way his eyes bulge out, like, like, it's like he's on Mars in Total Recall with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, his and Ronnie Cox, his eyes literally bulge out the same way when he's explaining this the way they do when they lose air on Mars. This is insane. And the cringe looks of like, the looks of just like, this guy's fucking cringe and this is where I've come in my career with CM Punk. Yep, you put yourself there, Punk. You took the bag for, a, you you took the money for a bag of magic beans, a good blow job, maybe. Who knows how, you know, sure Tony can't even do that job right. And a box of fucking old school popcorn. And Cracker Jacks, congratulations, you're making a killing out of your legacy. First it was MMA where a bum like Mickey Gall obliterated you and you tarnished that. Then you released comic books nobody read because you're mediocre at writing at best. And now you come back to wrestling to be in an outlaw wrestling mud show circus. Congratulations, punk, you're doing the Lord's work. You know, you're really solidifying a legacy that everyone, yourself included, could be proud of. Not. Let's continue with this and then move on to MJF and then wrap it up with an even worse taste in my mouth, the Evil Dead game. Let's go, because I'm sick of giving this little puke. I'm sick of giving this little puke, this fucking fake-ass alpha male... Mark motherfucker with his bed head. I'm sick of giving this little puke time, so let's wrap it up because he's a fucking Mark who shouldn't have his job just because his mom and daddy got lots of lots of money. Eddie Kingston and fucking bunch of, Fuck them. Fuck the rich. The eat them. The, Arrow Smith was right. It, and then he showed up, uh, did the biggest program in terms of everything TV, before they Fox, became whatever, what they hated and then he did the goddamn main event here he's a biggest part of financial see you're just trailing off you can't even you don't even believe you don't even believe your own bullshit you just trailed off no it wasn't and you're and, you, and you're becoming what you hated too you're just doing it on a lower scale though punk you've now become a company man good answer boss good answer you tell him, Pop. You tell him. You're a fucking glorified company man, too. That's why I've lost so much respect for you, punk. You're just in a fucking low-rent company, but you're still a company man kissing the boss's ass to get ahead. Just like the guy you hated, huh? Cena? Jonathan? You're a fucking hypocrite. In and outside of the ring, you're a fucking hypocrite. And that's why a lot of us, even your old fans, can't stand your ass anymore. You're right, CM Punk. You still got it right. Everybody's got a shitty opinion. Me and you included, Mr. Punk. So if you don't like it, either eat it or shut the fuck up yourself. Only reason I don't shut the fuck up is because people's opinions about me or anything else, I don't care and I chew it. Either get thicker skin, punk, or get the fuck off off the road before we run your ass down. You and Tony both. You're both inept. It is bullshit what he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't need, we don't need to... to and this shit it. here, you kind of are out of line. I, you know, I know what you're just saying, but shit. Even Tony was like, fuck. And when an inept brain dead can go, oh, God, that's... You're out of line. Opinion, so just let him have it. 
that's a shitty opinion. It's the most bullshit opinion I've ever heard. And like I said, I hope the answer I gave got backed up why he's the opposite. He's actually, for us, the biggest financial success story. In okay, we're moving company. on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I just, I, it works me up. Sorry. 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 Oh, he didn't say it. So the line I was talking about, he's like, people like that just deserve to go in the dark and die alone. And Tony's like, oh, I don't want anybody to die. <laughs> oh, even Tony's like, oh. <laughs> so we're going to do the MJF uh, promo. They've edited it, I'm sure, quite a bit, but we'll just go over the cliff notes. They caught the MJF pipe bomb. It wasn't a fucking pipe bomb, especially if it was... And you guys are promoting it. You act like... Uh, okay. But this was... So, full context for those that don't know, even if you are and are not a wrestling fan, uh, MJF tried to negotiate. We got a bunch of bullshit of him not showing up at a show. which, And, and someone brought this point to me, and I 100% completely agree if this is fake and it's a it's a setup for a new storyline and this further proves the ineptitude and incompetence of tony khan once again if this were the truth i hope for your company's sake on twofold beyond the fcc shit I hope for your company's sake that this is real. Because if this is a fake thing led up to a storyline, you screwed the fans. And people will how? To set up this storyline, one of the things they had to do was MJF pretending he missed his flight and not showing up at a fan event that people paid at bare minimum to get in the door, $125. And a lot of those guys beyond punk who wasn't even scheduled anyway, if I'm not mistaken. It was Samoa Joe, and the, and Samoa Joe didn't show up, but that was because people didn't, once again, incompetence at AEW's management, didn't tell him what time it was to get to his flight, so he missed his fucking flight. And we, So you screwed the fans once there. If you're telling me you had him not show up to a fan event because you were trying to sell this storyline because he did come out, later than he usually did without swagger for the Wardlow match. I'm sure he did that just to help Wardlow because, you know, he still has respect for this business, unlike a lot of other people. If you guys did that to set up a storyline, you screwed $125 out of people's pockets. That's disgusting and it's dirty. That's not a whole lot. It is for some people. For some people, that's groceries. For some people... Especially right now where we're living, that's gas money to fill up their tank to get to and from the job they hate and can't. Barely gives them ends meet. You should be ashamed of yourselves if you guys did that. So. As a matter of fact, we're not even going to do the MJF thing. If you want to see it, you can look it up in all of its glorious. But there was some actual F-bombs dropped on live television. Now, they're edited out, of course, now, because, you know, they're not that inept and stupid at their job. But it was on live TV. I saw it. I heard it with thine own ears and saw it with thine own eyes. Okay? These were dropped on here. You cannot drop, and there were multiple, you cannot drop needlessly random F-bombs, as much as I love it, and I had, I thought it was passionate and great, it was great, that's why I, if you want to see, the, just look up the, uh, just look up the full MJF promo online, on YouTube, you'll find it, 
you'll be happy you did, even non-wrestling fans, because even real or not, he torches the shit out of everybody in AEW, the fake fans that now love him, who hated him before, and he trashes Tony Khan and his ineptitude and his incompetence at being a promoter, and that's where I got the line from, he should be behind the guardrail with the rest of these fucking marks. Which, once again, another F, but it's like, dude, I get what you're doing, but you are getting the FCC's fucking... It's a red alert when you do that. And you risk getting DOS boot off the broad... Because you're on broadcast television. I know the rules are... It's almost wild, wild west because they got to get up ready. You still... The FCC still tries to pretend that there's guidelines and that's one they don't like. You can wave your private parts around before they'll, and they don't even, they hate that. Let us remember the Janet Jackson, Justin Timberlake incident where he ripped her titty out and she got most of the blame because it was her tit. Even though, you know, you look close enough, if you wanted to play that game, then you could say he assaulted her. But that's, that, that, that's neither here nor there. The, the point is they don't like nudity. So you know what they hate even worse than that? F bombs. They can't. And this is an indicator of why a lot of a lot of studios like Warner, Time Warner Media, and Paramount don't like professional wrestling. They hate it. There's only two people that that exist that uh, that are left on this planet Earth that actually do respect and like wrestling and still tolerate it: NBC Universal and Disney Fox. The rest of the companies cannot stand Viacom. Hates wrestling. Warner Media. Oh, God. They're the true reason W... Not Vince McMahon. They're the real reason WCW is no longer here. They despise it. There are factions within the, the media companies that actually... Decide, Mr. Khan, and this is another reason why I know your fucking ineptitude is at a high level. Because even my basic ass knows this basic rule. When you are selling to investors, investors that already hate your product, it's not good to give them ammo by, you know, dropping F-bombs, edited or non-edited, multiple, they're like, oh, these, this, and this is why we don't like them, get rid of them. And contrary to popular belief, that is why the real reason, beyond the Vince Russo and the infighting and the low ratings, wrestling has ebbs and flows, especially if you have good talent behind it, you could bring the ebb back to flow. But if you have a company that decides whether you're broadcast on the air or not, that even succeeds the power of the fucking billionaire that owns the company. The, unless the billionaire has his own broadcast television, you know, like Ted Turner did. That's why he would have won the war if it wasn't for AOL and Time Warner coming in saying, look, we fucking hate professional wrestling and look what you got on there. This is the reason why. And they didn't have a strong case, to be honest. And Warner wanted the deal, so, so or Ted Turner wanted the deal just as much as Warner did. We all found out how it worked out, but he said, fuck it, WCW's gone, I'll get rid of it. And that's why Vince McMahon was able to buy WCW on pennies on the dollar. Stop this revisionist fucking history shit. I know, 
history is written by the victors, and I get it. Except for when we know the history right in front of our face, and we can tell you, no, you're lying, sacks of shit. He didn't run Rorschach through WCW and and eat it like a globe goblin and bring Ted Turner to his knees and then buy out his company. That's not how it worked. Actually look and do the research. That was one of the benefactors because, you know, the idiots behind the scenes, no matter how bad it may have gotten, shit canned Eric Bischoff and brought in another version of, you know, the early 2000, late 90s, early 2000s, Tony Khan and Vince Russo. Those two critical things, bringing in Vince Russo, getting rid of Eric Bischoff, and Time Warner coming in saying, we fucking hate wrestling, get rid of it, or we'll get rid of the deal. Those were the two benefactors of why WCW is no longer with us. Rest in peace. So... Get your facts straight. Actually do a third grader's fucking... Because this isn't even vast knowledge. Ooh, he's telling... He, he's spitting facts and tea. This is a third grader's fucking history paper research. It's, it's very simple. A simple of the Google and you can find it out yourself. So... And this is why I hate Tony Khan. Because he is a Vince Russo with... A trust fund mommy and daddy. If Vince Russo had this money, he'd be in this position, not Tony Khan. I promise you. Bro. Bro. You fucking New York cocksuckers over there. Bro. Long Island dick sucker. Bro. I'm so, I love to smell my own farts. Bro. I hate California. Bro. Like, yeah, you're so fucking original. You East Coast fucking... Don't do it. Don't do it, Pinhead. <laughs> but that's that. We're going to have to wrap this up soon. And we're going to wrap it up with the Evil Dead. Because I think we're going to get another round in. I'll tell you, this game is fucking grot. I don't care if you have it on PS4, PS5, Xbox Series X, Xbox Series X. I don't care. This game is fucking grot. It is another copy and paste... Dead by Daylight, Friday the 13th, Hunter, Hunter Predator, or excuse me, Predator Hunter, Hunting Ground. See, can't even remember the names because it's so fucking forgettable. And it makes me stutter because I'm so enraged. I wanted an open world at the very least. GTA fucking Evil Dead type of game. And I'm not talking about Ash going in and pulling deadites out of cars and robbing and just... Oh, break yourself, deadite motherfucker! But I'm talking about... The fucking Evil Dead icon, IP, intellectual property in an open world GTA type of game. Where there's no restrictions, there's none of this. You've opened the the portal to hell. Now you must find the pages of the Necronomicon. What am I, a fucking dog fetching the fucking stick? When I play these games, I feel like a fucking dog fetching... Come here, come here, James. Oh, that's a that's a good boy. That's a good boy. Now, now here's a piece of the Necronomicon stick. You want to go fetch it? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, go fetch it. Oh, that's a good boy. This is how this game treats you. You get and and then and then and, and even in the easiest some it's not hard, but even just to really fuck with you after you're fr- frustrated, there's certain parts where something that should be so easy becomes a task that beat, takes you out of the game and it kills you. And then you have to start the game over, and it's like, it's literally like that guy standing there going, <laughs> Game over. <laughs> you pathetic fool. And you go like, I'm going to kick the shit out of the TV, and if I ever find 
the voice actor that does that motherfucker, it's on sight, because I'm going to fuck him up too. This is that game. This is that game, folks. The only pass it gets is because it's a budgeted title. It doesn't have the balls, because then you really have to get the pitchforks out and find these developers and fuck them up. It doesn't have the balls to charge you the $60, $70 triple price. It's like out the gate. If you budget it, and especially if you have GameStop or some discounts, you could get out the door with like 38 bucks after tax, and you'll be good. And even that's a little steep for this fucking heat, because I'm telling you, this shit is fucking, it's aggravating. It, it's it's exceptionally aggravating, and it makes me want to put, it makes me wish that Ash would just bust through this fucking closet door and chainsaw my fucking head, mistaking me of a fucking dead eye. I'd rather be chainsawed in half my skull, because there's so many, the the likenesses are great, the voice acting is, like, especially with Ash and Bruce, like, it's great, I would have loved that, in an open world new story, like, how about, I don't know, you continue and wrap up where you kind of left us off in the cliffhanger of Ash vs. Evil Dead, it wasn't that people hated Ash vs. Evil Dead. Most of us loved Ash vs. Evil Dead. It's how you left it. You could have cleaned that up a little bit, you know, and made a game out. No, do you know what the Ghostbusters did before we got Afterlife and even the shitty I Am Woman Hear Me Roar? Like, remember when we were waiting for so long for a Ghostbusters 3 and we finally got an honorary version with the Ghostbusters video game, which was a fantastic Fuck Afterlife, as much as I enjoyed it. That is Ghostbusters 3, as far as I'm concerned. Fuck the last two movies, because it was just that good. Evil Dead had a chance to do that with this, and, well, let's just make it another Friday the 13th, Dead by Daylight skin, you know. The only other way they could have done is gone with the other cliche and made it a battle royale, you know. We're going to be like Fortnite and old PUBG that's dead, and, you know, the new Call of Duty War Zones and shit that we just can't... Beat that dead horse. Well, now we're doing that with these games with the Dead by Daylight shit. We're now doing that on our side. And, like, this is horror's equivalent to Battle Royale. And it's so fucking obnoxious. When they announced that, I was like, please don't make it. Please don't make it. Please don't. Dead by Daylight. I knew it. And against my better judgment, I did buy it. Like I said, I got my discounts from GameStop. I ended up paying $35 for it after tax. Because it was still cheap no matter what. And I walked out, and I was like, okay, this wasn't that expensive. I still could have, you know, that's a nice couple bottles of booze, especially as cheap as I drink. But still, I got it, and boy, at first your brain does get tricked, because there's some good features in here, especially like when you fight the fucking ancient gods that come out that you have to destroy to get, to bring the Necronomicon back together and send the fucking demons back to their world once and for all. That's like interesting shit, and then hordes of deadites come at you and like attack you and try and destroy the Necronomicon, because if they destroy the Necronomicon, you fail because it destroys the fucking gateway, and it makes it to where they can just come in and everybody's fucked. So, those concepts are fine, but once again, it's another Dead by Daylight fucking Friday the 13th game. I want my open world evil dead, god damn it! And Don Coscarelli saying... 
he really, if the if the planets align and the shit works out, he really wants to make a phantasm game. Don't make it like this. I swear upon all that is holy. I swear upon the hell priest himself, Pinhead. If you make it like this, I will hunt you down, Don. Even if you don't make the phantasm game open world, please, upon all that is holy, do not make the game like the Friday the 13th Evil Dead Dead by Daylight trope. Please don't. Please. Thank you. That's enough. I've ranted on enough about bullshit wrestling and we'll have some actual reviews because I haven't seen Top Gun yet. I'm going to try and get that in. I also want to see the new Cronenberg Crimes of the Future. Some do, oh, I'm going to watch that Interceptor, but only because that fine Latin chick is... Oof. I'll watch that. I'll discuss my feeling of Stranger Things in the next episode. I will review Obi-Wan. Yes, I will review my thoughts on Obi-Wan. We will review the treat that was Stranger Things Season 4. I think you guys were all overhyping it. I thought it was fucking mediocre grot at best, but we'll get into it in the next episode. And we'll also discuss a couple of my anticipated films closing out the years and a couple of games I saw that I either want to play or don't. We'll discuss the Resident Evil 4 remake next as well. We have to. Especially as the show's approaching us, that shit show. So, I love you guys. Thank you for taking your time out of the day with me and if you're at work and you're getting through and this is helping you i'm happy it is and if it's driving you nuts well i'm happy it is too so get out there lick some lollipop eat some good pussy and take care of yourselves love you peace